It's me, Georgia, the founder of Greedy Vegan, and welcome back to another episode of Catch-Ups in My Kitchen. This podcast is about all things food, plant-based food, non-plant-based food, and everything in between. This podcast aims to discover people's food journeys and stories, because whether you are a professional in sport, work in beauty, or the food industry itself, everyone's got a story to tell. This podcast means so much to me and Greedy Vegan, so if you do enjoy this episode, please, please like, share and subscribe. I hope you're hungry as there is a lot cooking in this conversation. This week, I'm joined by Sarah, the founder of Zaman, which is one of the brands we stock at Greedy Vegan. In this episode, we discuss how this delicious product came about. Starting off in their coffee shop, Sazzy and Fran, to now where their jars are being used in coffee shops around the UK. This episode gives insight into a startup's journey. I love getting the brands onto the podcast so you get to see an insight into the behind the scenes and also get to know the people behind them in more detail. So without further ado, let's chat with Sarah. So I'm sat here on a very sunny Thursday with Sarah from Zaman. So before we start, Sarah, please could you give us a 30 second elevator pitch on who you are and like what you do? Hi, Georgia. Uh, I'm Sarah. Thanks for having me. Uh, so Zaman is a vegan alternative to smoked salmon made primarily from slivers of uh, carrot that are then marinated and baked and we sell it all over the UK in small delis and uh, also we're just starting out in cafes and restaurants as well now. So good honestly it's the best selling product on Greedy Vegan and I'm really sorry to any other brand that's listening but at the moment Zaman is the best selling product on Greedy Vegan. It's so good it's so different um and that's why I wanted to get you on to talk about it because it is selling so well and it is such an insane concept. However, before we go into all of the amazing stuff about Zaman, let's answer some quick fire questions. So, pizza or pasta? Pasta. Sweet or savory? Savory. Juicy burger or overloaded salad? Juicy burger. Cook in or eat out? Ooh, uh, uh, Eat out, I'm going to say. Rice or noodles? Rice. And what is your favorite delivery? Ah, okay. I get a burger. Oh. From, from the Shoreditch one. Nice. Yeah. That is a good one. I haven't had this one. No one said that on here yet. So that's it's quite really a good nice. one. It's a good treat because they've got all different, like, a nice uh, faux mozzarella stick. And oh, cool. Really nice. Things. Really, really nice. So going back to the amazing salmon, please can you kind of share with us the journey, how it started, but in terms of Sazzy and Fran as well, like how you kind of got to Sazzy and Fran, which is a cafe, which Sarah will explain what that is in case you're like, what is that? Um, so yeah, how you got to Sazzy and Fran and then where Zaman came and just a bit about your journey. Sure. So Sazzy and Fran is uh, my coffee shop along with Francesco, who's my partner. And we started, we were both working in coffee shops and we thought, let's start our own. 
So in 2017, we started off in a shipping container, and uh, it was we kind of invested all our savings and went right into uh, trying to make it work. And then uh, in 2018, we got our premise that we have now, which is on Roman Road, and that's like a full cafe, so people can sit in and enjoy, um, you know, enjoy the atmosphere as well as the food and coffee and then uh so zaman came along in 2020 in may 2020 which the reason for that is we had to shut the coffee shop for a month in april 2020 and in and during that time i was thinking like what could what could we do what could we do we need to do something um and that's when we had this best-selling product, Zaman and Cream Cheese Bagel, and we'd been making Zaman for the entire time the coffee shop was open. So then once, uh, you know, we thought we need to get this product so people can enjoy it at home. Also because we don't know what the future holds for coffee shops and hospitality businesses. So that's when we first started Zaman, and then it was about a year before we have the product that we have today. So what happened in that space? So obviously you were making salmon for your cream cheese bagels, just kind of in-house, thought it was working. Everyone liked it, didn't think much of it. Obviously great that the product worked so well. But then you're now producing it on a larger scale and for people to buy. Did you have to tweak the product in order for it to be able to be sold? Yeah, definitely. So in... So May 2020, I had this idea that we're going to make this in jars for people to to take home. Then I, um, I, I made some batches and, you know, put them in jars myself and started taking them around, getting lots of feedback, doing uh, like surveys with people, seeing what they thought. From there, um, we... We got really good feedback, but the product wasn't... So it was just my homemade product and it needed to kind of scale up to a professional level. So I started looking for manufacturers. Um, we ended up finding an, like a brilliant manufacturer who worked with us to get like this really thin sliver of carrot, which makes the product kind of brings it to the next level. So it's it's um you know when you take it out it's like the right texture it looks very elegant Mm -hmm. uh which was something that I wasn't able to do in my home kitchen yeah because a lot of people who I've done when I've done sampling a lot of people have tried it they're always like oh yeah I've tried to make this at home like "Mm," like kind of like they're judging it already because clearly theirs didn't really work at home and then they try it and they're like, oh my God, I, like that's nothing like I how I made it. But obviously it does take that kind of, it's an art, like there is art in food. And so there's obviously taken the art to make it into that kind of smoked salmon alternative. Yeah, exactly. And we made so many batches because we were selling it from 2017. So what is that, like five years so I'd made kind of hundreds of iterations of salmon. So by the time we got to like, ah, oh, let's put it in a jar, 
we already had a really good product and then when we went to the manufacturer with the product they were kind of able just to take it one more step so mm. um yeah we were really happy with with how that turned out yeah i guess it really highlights when it does come to a product and like if people are listening and they want to start a product i guess it kind of just shows that you do have to have lots and lots and lots and lots of practice runs to kind of really really fine tune it and luckily you guys were able to do that in a in a coffee shop anyway like without without even thinking it was ever going to be a product um so yeah that's so cool and the name the name zaman where did that come from well we were making it in sazi and fran and we were kind of sitting on this name you know we were using it for zaman and cream cheese bagels and i mean looking at it now it's it's a really good name to the point where we've had quite a few people try and use it uh but once i yeah so like once i started establishing it as a company on its own i got it trademarked but it's it's kind of funny because we were sitting on that name for five years yeah and did you come up with the name originally because obviously we can't use the word salmon because it's not salmon so so the s just put a z in there yeah i think with the coffee shop we always we want to make you know really tasty treats for people but there is also you have to make sure they know it's vegan because we're not out to kind of trick people um so it's i think it's quite a tricky one isn't it sometimes we put quotation marks around cheese or something like this but for the for the salmon it's kind of so obvious it's not salmon mm-hmm. but it's clear what it it's is clear yeah. what it is yeah it's a funny one isn't it this whole topic of is it cheese is it not cheese why are you calling it a burger it's not a burger like there's a lot of arguments about this and I do find it interesting and it's I think it's because what else are we going to call it because people don't understand what it is and it is trying to be a burger or it is trying to be cheese okay yes it's not cheese but that's what it that's the best way to describe it to people because that's what it's trying to be um so yeah people do get a bit funny about it and I love a lot of the other brands that we work with they have some really fun names and spins on it especially the cheeses yeah um I'm like that's quite good like buffalo mozzarella like (laughs) buffalo mozzarella uh so that's quite good I quite like that so one thing I want to talk about is the power of diversification so obviously the pandemic was a really tough time for a lot of uh, coffee shops restaurants bars and you guys were able to spin and turn a really awful situation where you were shut and could be shut for a very long period of time into a positive where you brought a product out and now you've got two businesses running, running alongside each other so I want to talk about how that is for you now nowadays where you have got two businesses running alongside each other how is that and also would you say that you are just naturally quite a solution person rather than just being like oh well let's just wait it out you kind of found a solution uh yes I I guess I would be quite a natural solution person I I quite enjoy having a challenge and working away at it and finding, you know, finding the best way through. Um, and I've got plenty of practice with that over the pandemic. But it's, yeah, it's a it's a big challenge having Sazi and Fran and Zaman. We, you know, Francesco 
my partner is brilliant and he does most of the coffee shop stuff now that I'm doing Zaman. So that works out fairly well. With both businesses, it's just about making sure, to be honest, it's about making sure I take the time to rest myself and then I can go into both both businesses with a really positive outlook and and you know have good ideas and keep innovating how do you find time to rest both of you and also how do you split your conversation from constantly talking about Sassy and Fran to then talking about other things <laughs> we we don't really <laughs> we talk about well now we have a little dog as well so we talk about the dog and then we talk about Sassy and Fran and that's about it <laughs> <laughs> With a business such as a coffee shop, it's so full on, it's so um, all consuming. Now, five years in, we're finding that we can balance it a little better, but it's, you know, we've kind of had to teach ourselves to rest when we can. So, with the recipe of salmon, how, how did you come to it? And when we talked about the tweaks, What were the tweaks that you had to make? Yeah, sure. So the recipe itself, as you said, some people have made it at home. So it's not like we didn't we we didn't come up with this idea of making carrots into vegan, you know, a vegan alternative to salmon. But we um, we took that recipe, which like there's loads of different ones online, and we started making it. And the first one we made with like. uh, a powder like um a smoked it must have been like a smoked flour to give the smoke flavor but then you have that's obviously not gluten-free to start with and then it wasn't as good you know it had a bit of a funny texture to it so we quickly moved on to a, a smoked liquid and then actually from the one that we were using at the coffee shop we wanted to get like a I guess you could say cleaner one um which is the one we use now in in the product Mm, that's really good so I I also want to ask a bit about the packaging because anyone who buys smoked salmon from a supermarket knows that you get these horrible plastic packets that you have to peel back a horrible film and then you've only probably got two days before it's starting to go a bit brown at the edges and it's just a bit grim so (laughs) I'm really not selling normal smoked salmon am I um so why did you guys decide to go for the jar rather than a packet so we we actually tried to do some we actually tried to make a package that was quite similar to salmon um just because the more similar it is the more people can make that association you know Mm -hmm. um but we did want it to be plastic free but like you said it was really messy I was thinking about people's fridges this is going to go all over the place um and then we got the jars and the good thing about the jars is you can seal them and then you've got a longer shelf life so they so we went for those because of that and also because it's not plastic and it also looks really nice on the shelves. I was going to well. say that, like, this is one of the like things I use to help sell when I'm doing like pop ups and stuff. I'm always like, oh my god, it looks amazing in your fridge. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about how that's going to look in your fridge, and everyone's like, oh my god, yeah, so true. And also because of the tight seal, 
you know, it does last longer anyway. So that's also super good. I love the jars. I think that's, yeah, I think they're really nice. Um, On topic of jars, have you ever had any awful situations where they break? (laughs) Yes, this is the problem with jars. As you know, as you can probably imagine, sometimes you get a breakage or you get uh, what generally happens or can happen is like the seal breaks and then you've got some of the like lovely oil marinade coming out. Uh, so, but if you want a story, probably the best one I can give you is we got a, we got a big order from our manufacturer and this was the biggest order and I'd kind of put everything into this order, you know, um, and it arrived. I was so excited and in this massive truck and it arrived on this big pallet and I went out, I said, do you need any help? And the guy says, no, no. And then I turned around to go back into the house and I just hear this crash and the entire pallet fell off like the end of the truck mm. just onto the road and just I the crunch of it. I actually can't. Like that is awful. It was so awful and it was just it was kind of the worst case scenario. So I just I just kind of started picking up these shards of glass and and uh yeah, I mean, I mean what did the was, guy say? He was really shocked. Well. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it was almost a year ago now, so we can laugh about it now. But at the time, I was like so shocked. It was just like there was nothing to say, really. And could you not do anything about it? That was it, gone. Just that was it, yeah. Oh, God. It's one of those situations where you just want to be like, oh, well, at least. But there isn't an at least. There wasn't, it's yeah. like, that's that. Just gonna move on now. Oh god, that is soul destroying. Yeah, yeah. So I got another order, um, but yeah. But, oh god. Yeah. That is just the worst. That is the worst. That is one issue with glass that things can break, but they are so much better and more sustainable as well, which is always a good thing. So, what is next for Zaman? So we've just launched. We're very excited about our large jars. So this is this is good for for a couple of reasons. So they're uh, so our original jars are one eighty grams. These ones are six hundred and fifty, and we especially launched them for coffee shops so they could make like a salmon and cream cheese bagel, mm-hmm. which is exactly what we've been making in Sazie and Fran for the last five years. And the other reason it's really good is it means I don't have to make batches <laughs> of salmon. Um, for Sazie and Fran anymore I can just give them the jars um, and it saves a lot of time and we're in touch with a couple exciting coffee shops and we've actually our latest one is a, a bagel shop that's just opened up in Bristol so it's really exciting that's so exciting yeah it's cool to be part of their launch I wanted to ask a question so have you seen the new trend on TikTok where it's watermelon tuna. So they bake watermelon and it turns into a tuna texture. Cause I was like, oh my God, this could be such a cool de- like product development. Like, and I've not tried it yet and I'm, I'm going to try it very soon. Like in the next couple of days, I've got everything ready. So basically you cut the watermelon, you marinate it and you 
I think you might squeeze a bit of water out as well. You bake it in the oven and the texture completely changes and you don't, it's like rubbery. It's like tuna. So strange. So you never know. You could be doing tuna in a minute or zuna or whatever you could call it. I have seen something similar, but I've never tried making it. So Mm. you have to let me know how it goes. I will. I mean, would you guys ever go into doing another product or so far are you happy with? Well, we're happy. So we're kind of, we're growing quite organically in that we, you know, the large jars came about because people were asking us to make large jars. Um, but I'm I'm really open to having another product. It's more that I want it to be the same quality as salmon. Yeah. So I don't want to make a product for the sake of making a product. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Just have to wait and see. I guess... The good thing with having Sazi and Fran is that you can do a lot of testing in the coffee shop, get really good feedback, and then kind of what make it work for you in, yeah, turn it into a product after, which is really good. So going on to plant-based, is Sazi and Fran a plant-based coffee shop? It is. So all the food is vegan, and then we have dairy milk for the coffee as well as, you know, your alternative milks as well Mm -hmm. okay that's good and are you and francesco both plant-based yeah yes we are yeah and how long have you guys been plant-based for okay i've been plant-based for a while so i think since 2015 oh wow um and francesco francesco said he'd never go vegan but he is (laughs) there you go (laughs) so did you think you had a bit part to play in making him vegan well, I think because I was cooking all this food and it was nice food and, you know, he was eating it when he came home. So he realized, like, it's it's pretty easy to, well, when you have someone cooking for you, yeah. it's pretty easy to be to be plant-based. Yeah, so good. And what were your reasons for being vegan? So I tried it out when I, I did personal training for a couple of years and I tried it out as a way of kind of understanding because I was getting all these clients with different uh, dietary needs or like different ways of eating. So I tried out gluten-free, I tried out sugar-free, I tried out vegan. Mm-hmm. And actually, I felt really good on the vegan. When I tried out vegan, I felt like I had loads of energy. So I was like really waking up at six in the morning, like full of energy. I don't have that quite anymore. <laughs> well, not with Sassy and Fran and Salmon as well. <laughs> yeah, that might be why. Um, but I still, yeah, it, it feels really good and it, it works for me yeah. and I enjoy cooking. So it works well. Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. To be fair, uh, on last weekend, my brother was here and he was, we had to get up early to get a train and we'd been at my cousin's birthday the night before and he was like, what is wrong with you? Like, why have you got so much energy? Like, I'm exhausted. And I did think when he said that, I was like, really? Like, I just feel normal. Like, this is just me every day. And I think, God, this must be my diet. Like, I just always, don't get me wrong, I do often feel tired. Like, I'm not a superhuman. And I often just can't be bothered to do anything. I just want to chill. But I do have so much energy naturally. And I do think that's definitely down to diet. So yeah, I completely agree with you. And what is kind of like life in a day of you at the moment in terms of what you eat and also in terms of how you work and like your routine? Sure. So I 
Um, I always have overnight oats for breakfast because it's so easy. You, I make it the night before and then it's so easy to eat in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I head out to, to the coffee shop and at the moment I'm covering quite a few shifts. So I'll work there for a couple hours and then um, usually head home around maybe let's say two. This is like an example day because every yeah. day is quite different. And um, answer some emails, uh, send out boxes, pack the boxes and send them out to the stockists. And then let, uh, let's say I do some labeling because I still label them all myself. So oh my that gosh, takes a long course. time. That is a lot. So that is a lot. And do you think that's going to change anytime soon or, or not yet? I think the labeling will, it's something I'm working on already, but it's, once that changes that will make a big difference I do enjoy the labeling because it's one of those things where you just kind of you sit there and you do it and you can you know it's how to explain it it's quite cathartic in that you don't have to really think you're just labeling for an hour it's quite relaxing in a way it's like meditation in a way just doing it doing it doing it so do you have a machine, a little machine, no. or you just have to pick and put it on? Pick I'm really on. good at yeah. <laughs> And each jar has three labels. Oh my God, of course. Yeah, but now the big jars I made, yeah, I, I was smart. I said, these need one label. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, bless you. That is a lot. That is a lot of work. I know you listen to the podcast, so you probably know what question's coming, but please could you tell us what your last meal would be? So... Starter main course dessert. Okay, yes, I'm excited for this one. So, starter, I have two I was thinking of. So, I've really got into the blue cheese, like the vegan blue cheese, Mm -hmm. because I think it's so incredible how it's made with this, like, way of making blue cheese, but with, I I think most of them are made of cashews or almonds. So I, I'll have some of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then maybe some bruschetta as well. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's so good. And then I for the main, I'm going to go lasagna because I love lasagna. Oh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then for dessert, I would like some chocolate truffles. And some like fresh mint tea as well. Oh, lovely! This is <laughs> yeah. such a nice, sophisticated <laughs> last meal. I love that. To be fair, I am also a sucker for a fresh mint tea after dinner. It's so nice. You can't beat it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking all things salmon. I mean, it really is such an incredible product. It's such a simple process to make an, an amazing product. Like it's just at the end of the day, it's carrot. There's a lot more to it, but it's just carrot, liquid smoke and it just makes such an incredible product so it goes down so well on greedy vegan so i had to get you on to talk about the journey what you've done with stasi and fran diversifying it in the tough time of covid to then produce an insane product it's just so cool so thank you so much and i'm really excited for what is to come and maybe it could be a tuna you never know (laughs) who knows thank you georgia it's been an absolute pleasure Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed hearing a bit more about how Zaman started. If you haven't tried the product, I highly recommend you do so. It is really, really delicious. Go check it out on Greedy Vegan and let me know what you think. Thanks again and see you next week. 